Well, good morning and welcome to Outlook Online, a ministry of Outlook Christian Church in Toowoomba. It's great to have you with us today as we conclude uh, a series that we began on Good Friday called This Is Love. We spoke about how Jesus died on the cross in our place for our sins, how he took the weight of evil itself so that its power may be broken. And we said that because Jesus didn't stay in the grave, because he was raised again, we know through these events, through the events of the first Easter, that God overcame death. Today, we're going to talk about how through the resurrection, God is setting things right. He's making all things new. This is love. This is love that forgives sin. It's love that conquers death and it's love that makes all things new. So what does it mean to say that God will make all things new? Why does this matter to us in the here and the now? In the life of a child, there's there's always some toy that they really, really want. And eventually a parent or a grandparent or somebody uh, will buy it for them for for their birthday or for, for Christmas perhaps. Now the child loves this toy. They take it everywhere with them. It goes on car trips. It goes to the supermarket. The toy goes everywhere. And this is all good and well, until something terrible happens. The toy breaks, and there's weeping, and there's gnashing of teeth. The child will start to wonder, why did this happen to me? And that parent or that grandparent uh, may offer to rectify the situation. They may offer to buy a new one of whatever the toy was. But the child, in the throes of their anguish, will inevitably answer, I don't want a different one, I want that one. There may be some particular reason. They might like the colour or the style or the function, but very often the child can't say exactly why. They just want that one, but fixed. Well, that's how we are when we see the world around us. If we're honest, we don't want some other world in a faraway place. We want this world. We want this life, but fixed. We don't want all new things. What we want is we want all things to be made new. I spoke on Easter Sunday about how sin affects not just our lives, but our entire world. The world around us is self-evidently broken. We see this in, in big things like our systems and our structures, but we also see it up close, deep inside our own hearts. There's a sickness inside us, something that has infected us with selfishness and greed and pride and lust and, and all measure of other things. And there's something that just keeps tipping even the best of our systems and structures towards injustice and oppression and ineffectiveness. Now, our world has no vocabulary for this. And in fact, the world seems a bit stunned by it. People will ask questions like, shouldn't we have progressed past this by now? The world may have no vocabulary, but the church does. We are sometimes hesitant to use words like sin or evil. I spoke briefly about this on Resurrection Sunday, but maybe there are no other words to describe the utter brokenness that we see in our own lives and in the world around us. Sin has infected every human heart and evil holds the whole world in its grips. And we want to know what is God going to do about it? What does God offer us? Does he offer us new things or does he offer us uh, all, does he offer to make all things new? I spoke on Easter Sunday about how because of Jesus' death 
and his resurrection, our sins can be forgiven and we can look forward to spending eternity in the presence of God. But where will we spend this time? If we receive eternal life, where will this eternal life be spent? Now, the obvious answer probably is heaven. But what do we mean when we use the word heaven? Do we, are we talking about some floaty, ethereal uh, place with white robes and wings? Or are we talking about something else? There's an escapist bent that can seep into our Christian theology that we need to be careful about. When we talk about heaven, uh, we sometimes talk as if Jesus is going to come and get us, as if he's going to take us out of here, as if he's going to kind of airlift us uh, out of trouble and just kind of leave the world as messed up and miserable as it was before. But this is not good news for the world, and nor really is it good news for us. The Christian hope is not about evacuation. It's about renewal and transformation. Our hope is not that God will come and get us out of here, but that God will come and put things right. And the Bible does promise us that this will happen. The fundamental Christian hope, according to Scripture, is not that God will whisk us off to heaven out there, but that God would bring heaven to us down here. The Apostle John received a vision uh, of this new heaven that fills our hearts with hope. He writes in Revelation 21, 1 to 5. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Jesus will swallow up death in victory. He will wipe away every tear and he will make the heavens and the earth new. And God himself, it says, will come down to dwell with us. You see, it's not about us getting out of here and going somewhere else. Our hope is about God coming here, restoring, remaking the world, uh, and then filling it with his presence. This is what creation was always intended to be, a carrier, a vessel for God's glory. The great end that we are looking forward to uh, is kind of like a cosmic Easter Sunday. God will do for the heavens and the earth what he did for Jesus. He will raise it up to new life. The New Testament word uh, or phrase that I think so perfectly defines what our hope or, or our expectation is, is the phrase new creation. And when Jesus said that, uh, excuse me, when Jesus was raised, this was actually the beginning of the new creation. The Apostle Paul um, talks in 1 Corinthians how Jesus is the first fruits of this new creation. 
In Christ, God is making all things new. But this new beginning starts not in the physical world around us, but actually within each of us. Today can be the first day of new creation for you. Today uh, can be the day that God starts putting things back together in you. I know it's easy to look out there and to see all that's wrong with the world, to look at the evil and the sin and, and the great powers that hold the world and human history in bondage. But the truth is that these things also keep you and I bound and broken individually. The same poison that infects the world has infected you. But there is a cure and his name is Jesus. Paul wrote this in, uh, to the Corinthian church in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. He says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. We look forward to a time when God makes all things new in the world. But you can experience new creation right now by letting Jesus set you right from the inside out. You can be made new. Resurrection can begin for you today. Let's pray together. Loving God, you are the creator and the redeemer. You love your world. Uh, and even though it is fallen uh, and it's under the power of sin, you sent your son, Jesus Christ, into the world to rescue and to redeem. Lord Jesus, you took the full weight of evil upon yourself, draining uh, the poison and taking the sting out of death. With your resurrection, new creation broke into this world. Lord, I want to get in on this new creation. I, I want your life to overtake mine. I want to be made new and I want to be set right. Let new creation begin in me today. Make me a carrier of your glory, Lord. Help me to share this hope, the true hope of resurrection and new creation with the world around me. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.